This is exactly right. Welcome to the mini-sode of My Favorite Murder. That's what this is. <laughs> you heard it here first. We tell you what it is. Uh-huh. You don't decide. No, I mean, you clicked on it, so you kind of already know. Yeah, probably. you know. We already gave you a hint. Yeah. About it. But then we really like to declare. That's right. There's some people who go in, they open up their podcast app, uh-huh. they touch the purple square, they get in there, they just start touching stuff. <laughs> and then whatever comes up, they listen to. Okay. Is that you? Welcome. This is the mini-sode. <laughs> that's, that's the only person we're talking to right now <laughs> is your Aunt Brenda. Brenda. Aunt Brenda. Hi. Hi. Um, we're, this is the, Brenda, this is the podcast. It's shorter than the other one. And we read our, uh, listeners' emails that they send to us yeah. about hometown murders, about ghostly wanderings. About fu- just fucked up stories. Just anything fucked up. You know. Um, join us. Why don't you go first today? Are you, are you ready for me to go first? <laughs> well, let's change things up. Let's get, have it be different and have me go first. <laughs> <laughs> the subject line of this is banana hammock muscle man. Great. Right? Love it. Karen, Georgia, and fur friends. Nah, not getting away with that. When I was 19, I moved out of my parents' house and moved in with two of my older brothers. One afternoon, while I was moving my stuff to my brother's house, my new next-door neighbor decided it was time to introduce himself. Barefoot, he walked out of his backyard only wearing a banana hammock and tanning oil. No. He was in his 60s. No. And would tan in his backyard almost daily. (gasps) He would frequently try to hug me. Would invite me over to drink at his house alone and would invite me on bike rides. Uh, Often, he would uh, knock for several minutes on my door when my brothers weren't home, trying to get me to, quote unquote, hang out. Uh, Anywho, it always made me feel uncomfortable and I would generally try to avoid him altogether. Yes. <laughs> Fast forward several months, my brother discovered an app that... <laughs> Oh, no. That can show you criminals in your neighborhood. So, of course, he was checking our area out, zoomed in on our house, and lo and behold, a red dot appeared above the house of Mr. Oily. Oh, my God. Turns out, all caps, motherfucker is a goddamn pedophile. Holy shit. Of course. Served time in prison for molesting a child under the age of 12, and the police report also noted that he was very violent. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Needless to say, my brothers and I quickly started avoiding him at all costs. Yeah. He still invited me over to drink alone with him when he'd see me outside. Holy fucking shit. Next, 19 Why years is he old. out of prison? Yeah. Um, Light that guy's house on fire. Uh, I ended up. We don't condone, condone arson of any kind well, on the show. we don't condone pedophilia either. <laughs> no. Not, no. You know, so. that, they're, they're not even comparable, really. <laughs> you, can't, you don't have to pick one or the other, I no, guess. No, thank God this is not the kind of podcast, Brenda, where you would have to choose a team. <laughs> this is not choose your own adventure. That's when she's Brenda. like, you know what? I don't like these podcasts. Because you know you have to pick between fire and pedophilia. I ended up moving out and never had to see him again. He eventually went back to prison for being a creepy prick and his vastly younger wife left him. It scares me to think about what would have happened if I had been less wary or decided, hey, free booze, sweet. Thankfully, I have a dad who always taught me to fuck politeness and never trust anyone, stay sexy and never trust a man in a banana hammock, Xena. How does a man like that get a wife? Oh, 
Holy, it's, that is crazy. Because you're always like, this might creep next door and like, but they're harmless. Yes. No, no. Straight no, no. and straight up pedophile. The most harmful, like the worst case, worst case scenario right next door in dressed like a German on summer vacation. What was the person's name? Zena. I mean, my mind is reeling. It is. Well, and such a good point. And because I've done this a million times, but somehow got away with it mm-hmm. is j- somebody, an older person offering you yeah. liquor when you're a young, beautiful person. Right. Um, please be just cautious. Yeah. Just be aware that that isn't normal. No, you don't even have to be beautiful. You know, you no. can be just a pr- person. You, you should be there. <laughs> that you could have, it could be the beauty of accessibility. Well, truly. That makes you so appealing. You don't think you're beautiful. We think you're beautiful. You're you know? hot as fuck. And youth is fucking gorgeous to youth, older creeps. You should see your skin. Oh my God. How do you get your skin like that? You have no idea. Brenda, tell your niece how Brenda, beautiful she is. Tell Haley right now. <laughs> that's two Ys and four E's. Tell her how pretty she is. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. This is called Honolulu VIP. So that's someone we met in the VIP line who's like, I have a hometown. And we're like, email it to us. That's right. We, um, want, we want every dirty detail. That's right. Well, so, okay. This is a two-parter. I'm just going to read this first part. So it's the medical examiner. Oh, yes. The chick who's like, this is, we're medical examiners. Yes. This is my husband. We want to tell you everything. Well, she tells us how a dead body smells. Because remember, I asked about it. I sure do. Which I'm going to save for the full episode. Okay, great. But she also tells this. Okay. Hi, guys. Uh, my husband and I are huge murderinos. We are so excited to meet you at the Honolulu show. We got super nervous to meet you and we're just overwhelmed with how, oh, warm and sweet you both are in person. Oh, they didn't seem overwhelmed at all. They were great. <laughs> they didn't seem to like us that much. <laughs> okay. So, I would have liked more stammering right. and stuttering. Tell me how warm I am. Okay. So my husband, JP, was a Cook County medical examiner in Chicago for the past four years and he just started a new medical examiner job in Honolulu. I'm going to cut down to, uh, he has, he's done over 1,500 cases in Chicago and has so many stories. My personal favorites include <laughs> a person who tried to burn a loose thread off his sweater with a lighter. Oh. How <laughs> awful is that? Was it a very dry sweater? <laughs> I must have been. It was just made of hay. Did they? It said obviously didn't end well. Yeah, I was you know, just like, going to say. Those punk rockers are like, oh no, I have a thread. And yeah. then they light the thread. Shit. Don't and ever do that again. Yeah, you end up at the at the Cook County Medical Examiner's That's office. That's right. Shit. Someone who had, okay, <laughs> someone who had, I'm not laughing at this person. Someone who had his dominatrix pour boiling hot cream corn on his genitals. <laughs> You're not laughing at the person? I'm not sex shaming. I am not kink shaming. shaming. However. <laughs> I'm, I'm cream corn laughing sorry i'm i let's just go if it was like medium temperature cream (laughs) corn fine don't pour boiling hot anything on you boiling hot and also no i'm sorry no kink shaming and yet if you're gonna be this if you're gonna go out of your way Mm -hmm. to not just be have a kink but then have it kind of be the most upsetting thing that might happen (laughs) to you at camp then we get to laugh. We get to laugh. It also makes me wonder, like, how bad was that guy's Thanksgiving as a kid? That cream corn is, like, what he wants to hurt him. In cream corn in the lap. Oh, God. That was a, a definitive moment in his sexual development. That's right. Someone, Aunt fucking Betty, knocked a bowl of cream corn you, into his lap. Are you lap. saying that because of Brenda's feelings? No. I, well, <laughs> I don't think she would do such a thing. No, she never you know? would. She'd be like, that's enough. Yeah. Um... A, okay, another one. A self-medicating yogi whose homemade medication 
included high levels of lead, arsenic, and mercury. No. Don't self-medicate. No. And the time my husband went to the scene where they lifted a dead, bloated body out of Lake Michigan right as a City of Chicago Skyline boat tour <laughs> full of tourists happened to float by. <gasps> no. And then she says, a true Chicago tour, if you ask me. <laughs> Another interesting one was a New Year's Eve car crash with few twists. Two people were driving, swerved off the road, hit a pole, and the car caught on fire. Uh, at first, you'd think it's a typical drunk driving New Year's Eve crash, but they did the autopsy and they found a bullet in the driver's head. Oh, my God. Then then you think someone shot him or he caught a stray bullet while driving because Chicago, she says. Mm -hmm. But the bullet had tissue that had grown on it. It's an old bullet. An investigator record showed he had been shot in the head in a bar fight years ago and survived. <gasps> so he wasn't shot while driving, but he had been suffering seizures from a fucking bullet still being lodged in his head. So maybe he yeah. had a seizure while driving. And in that case, it might be possible to call the matter of death a homicide. Oh. Unfortunately, JP doesn't remember what he called it. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, thanks again for coming to Honolulu for a show. A huge shout out to the, all the Aloha Arenos. Aloha Arenos. Who have been such a warm and welcoming group of lovely people. Yes. We'll be listening in case you have any other questions for a medical examiner, SSDGM, Jenna and JP. Oh, so good. Thanks, you guys. Thanks. Good job, guys. They said they were going to do it and they really did. Yeah, stay tuned for hope. My fucking body smells. The idea that people, yeah, I can't, I, I can't wait. It's, it's I'm so great. glad that that is not connected to the cream corn story. <laughs> That's just, I would just want to give up some gratitudes <laughs> for my up. attitudes. Um, okay. I was going to say something else and I can't remember now because I'm looking at the subject line, mild mannered meth. Uh oh. Hi, Georgia Karen and fur friends. <laughs> My name Karen is Karen gets every one of those. <laughs> I, are you doing it on purpose? Uh, yeah. Steven must be like, um, my name is Sierra and I'm an 18 year old listener. Hi. Hi. I live in the beating heart of America, as my dad says, a.k.a. Leewood, Kansas. <laughs> oh, sure. That's what we call it here in <laughs> LA, too. Yep. The beating heart. Mm -hmm. My neighborhood is pretty boring uh, and is filled with nothing but hermits and old gay people. Usually the <laughs> that most... Great. <laughs> that sounds like my fucking kind of neighborhood. That's your party. Get in there. I want to go to the fucking block party. That there. block party is... There's a lot of space to move. Nobody goes to it. And there's a lot of flowing clothing <laughs> and great music and good wine. You Usually the most exciting thing that happens is someone trims their shrubs in a square shape instead of round. <laughs> Amazing. However, about a year ago, we were all shaken up. At the end of my street, there's a house where this middle-aged, mild-mannered couple lived with their son. They fit in with the hermits of the neighborhood, so in all the 18 years I've lived, I saw them maybe six or seven times. Mm. The house has always had a different car in the driveway and an inordinate amount of basketballs in the front yard <laughs> that were never played with. Weird. <laughs> Okay. One night, about 10 police cars came racing in and haphazardly pulling into the front yard of this house, seemingly out of nowhere. Everyone in the neighborhood shuffled out in their slippers and rollers to see what was going on to see that this house was getting full on raided. Policemen were pouring into the house and eventually pulled out the people and their son all in handcuffs. They started pulling everything out of the house and dumping it on mm. the front lawn. Furniture, pots and pans, clothing, many, many trash bags. Mm. The trash bags were Filled with meth. Yay! In all caps. They probably pulled out about a dozen trash bags. Holy shit. These people were probably dealing enough meth for the entire Midwest, which is a lot. The couple were detained and the kid was taken presumably to child services. Oh my God. However, a few after a few days, it was figured out that all caps, the kid was running the meth no. lab. His parents were his factory employees and he sold two kids at his school. I have no idea if this part of the story 
story is actually true, but I find it tantalizing and hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so it's neat. She's, um, or they are giving us neighborhood gossip, basically. Yeah. But it's uncorroborated. Okay. Unsubstantiated. Which means it's the truest it's truth true. of all. And it's the fun one. It's the best idea because yeah. now I'm picturing that that child is 12. He's a 12 year old entrepreneur. <laughs> He's an entrepreneuring kid. He's one of those only children that's real adult. Yeah. There's like a, Joseph Gordon-Levitt style of like, why are you this mature? You're a 35-year-old, 12-year-old. There's another fun part of the story that isn't necessarily related, but is important to me that you know. Uh, At this time of the raid, my parents were trying to get rid of our massive 80s era television that went about three feet back and had a 19-inch screen, aka the height of luxury. (laughs) The Best Buy wouldn't take it, the local thrift store wouldn't take it, and the trash services (laughs) wouldn't take it. We didn't know what to do with it until after the raid. My mother came up with the idea of dumping it in front of the house. Um, in the front yard of the meth house with all the other methy furniture. Oh my God. <laughs> However, the reason all those places wouldn't take it is because it weighed approximately 3,000 pounds. <laughs> so we couldn't move it inconspicuously. So at the stroke of midnight that night, our parents loaded us kids into the trunk of our 97 suburban and we dragged the TV down the street oh from the trunk. <laughs> And dumped it into the meth yard. Oh, I love your parents <laughs> so much. The next day, we got to watch the lovely show, several policemen hacking our TV apart <laughs> to search for meth and then struggle to take it away. Oh, my God. Stay sexy and always have the police do the work that Best Buy won't, Sierra. Sierra, I hate to tell you this, but your parents were high as fuck when they came <laughs> up with that plan. Not on meth. They just fucking smoked a little dude. And then they're like, kids, get in the trunk of the car. We have a great idea. It's so... I remember when those TVs came out and they were the height of luxury. It's the furniture one, right? Yes. It's like you have furniture and your TV's a furniture. Yeah. Your TV matches your other furniture. And it was the three big lights that reflected up onto the screen. Oh, yeah. It wasn't good to watch anything on. But it looked expensive. It was was amazing. The heavier, the fancier. So great. And it was like a cube, practically. Um, let's get one for the mm. office. Okay. <laughs> this is called <laughs> Not So Excellent Egg. Oh, yeah. A hometown. Hello, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and furry friends. I grew up in the country. There was a family who lived just a bit down the road from us with kids the same age as my siblings and cousins. We hung out a lot in the summer. The mom of that family would come up to our house along with the kids, and we would play slip and slide while the moms talked normal stuff. Mm. So was there was this guy and a girl in their 20s who lived down the street and around the corner. Their property backed up to the property of the family down the street with the mom. This plays in later. This guy <laughs> and girl. Put that away for now. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in your mind. Mm-hmm. This guy and this girl were relatives, either cousins or aunt and nephew, although very close in age. When I was about 12, we found out there had been a murder at the house with the guy and the girl. The guy had been shot by the girl. Apparently, they had an ongoing domestic issues of some sort and fought often. The story was that the guy had bent over to take a a plate of eggs out of the oven. And when he turned around, he was shot and killed because apparently the girl thought he was going to throw the plate of eggs at her. Question Mm. mark, question mark, question Mm -hmm. mark. There clearly was more backstory that I don't know. (laughs) After the guy was killed, the mom of the family down the street, who previously, at least to me, was a normal mom, suffered a psychotic break oh. from which she never recovered. Oh, no. It turns out that unbeknownst to basically everyone, she had been having an affair with the guy who had been shot and killed. 
Oh, no. And also a relative somehow? No, the relatives were living together. The relative guy okay, and girl okay, shot okay. each other. It's kind of confusing. This is just a secret affair. Right. Got it. Which like, this is what I live. This is the hometown I live for. Yes. That you look back on your life as a child and like, that was really weird and everything wasn't normal. And there's an explanation now. Right. Yes. And it all makes sense. Yes. Um, all of this was just totally mind blowing to all of us kids, which means the parents told the kids. Which yes. <laughs> Stay sexy and don't cook your eggs in the oven because it could get dangerous. Amy. <laughs> Either the ki- the parents told the kids or one right. wily child stayed up and eavesdropped on yes. purpose, which is totally what would happen in our house. I love it. Yeah. That's so good. So good. Um, it's just simple, but it's like, yes, this is what happens. And yeah, small town affairs. It's like, I don't, it's, I feel like people don't understand the impact like how crazy things could go because you right. know that the eggs thing it wasn't about eggs no it was about the fact that her husband was straight up cheating on her with the lady down the street no wait that's not what happened or her cousin no that's a different it wasn't emotional they no. were just like brother and sister they were like brother and sister but how do we know there wasn't it flowers in the attic element oh my god totally <laughs> let's write I'm this. adding way more banana hammock pervert stuff this is a <laughs> dirty episode mm. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and 
be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. The subject line of this is the only time you want a ghost in your house. Okay. Hello. (laughs) I grew up in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Yes. Yes. The infamous Plymouth Rock Mayflower genocides. Yeah. Anyways, I grew up in three different houses and our second house was the only one our uncle, who was a priest, did not bless. Uh-uh. We grew up Irish Catholic. Holla, Karen. Weird <laughs> shit happened in that house all the time. My mom, who's a little more spiritual than my other family members, and I always attributed it to the previous owner's eldest son, who had recently passed away from a drunk driving accident. Oh, no. When my brother went away to college in 2010, I took over his room, which had been where the late owner's son had slept, because he had a comfier bed and TV set. Mm. I had a shitty flip phone that did nothing but text and take photos. One morning I woke up to find several photos of me sleeping on my phone's camera. There were, they were at, Odd angles that proved that I could not have taken the photographs. Oh, my God. My family is wicked awesome and so honest, and we all swore on Grandma's grave that none of us took the photos. We all sort of laughed it off and forgot about it, uh-uh. probably because it freaked us out so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, several months later, my sister, who was eight years old at the time, had a sleepover, and the girls stayed in my brother's bedroom so they could both fit in one bed and all caps, they both woke up to videos no. and photos on my sister's iPod no. of, you guessed it, both little girls sleeping. I am going to barf right now. I have all the chills. I don't <laughs> even believe in ghosts. This is the best story I've ever heard in my Isn't life. Isn't it good? Yeah. To this day, we have all caps, no idea who did this. <sighs> 
we all shiver to think that maybe there was a creepy pervert sneaking into our home Mm -hmm. without our knowledge, videotaping us and leaving the evidence. We just tell ourselves it was, quote unquote, the ghost to feel better. Mm -hmm. Stay sexy and don't blame the ghost when you find footage of yourself sleeping. Call the fucking cops. (laughs) Shannon. (laughs) Someone's living in the walls. Someone's doing something. Uh Uh-huh. But what if it was a ghost? But what if it was a phone ghost? What if it was a phone ghost? A phone photo ghost. Phone home. Um, but uh, also, it's like a ghost that's like, here's you. Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're like, what? okay, like, I look cute when I sleep, I guess. There's a story, and I, I think it's on crim- either criminal or lore. Uh-huh. It's about a couple who stay in a bed and breakfast. Yes. For the, remember that one? And they take photos through the wall. Yes. Yeah. Someone takes photos of them that they got on. Yeah. <laughs> it was like camera film, so yeah. it wasn't digital. Yes. And they don't know who did it or why. And like, I no one criminal. ever. Is it criminal? I think so. Did our friend Phoebe, I'm Phoebe Judge and this is criminal do it? Maybe. Maybe it's something else. I who think, knows? I think it is too. Okay. This is called sharing a hospital room with a murderer. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> uh, Karen, got it. Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and furry friends, big and small. Okay. Uh, it doesn't help. My, one time my mom was in the hospital having surgery to have some breast cancer removed. She's totally fine and cancer-free, by the way. Good. Yay. And shared a room with this older, probably about 85-year-old woman with end-stage lung cancer. Mm. The woman was on her last leg of life, and I always felt so bad that no one was there to visit her and that anyone rarely called. However, one day her phone rang endlessly off the hook, and when I realized she wasn't able to answer, I went to the side of the room and answered for her. I picked up the phone saying, so-and-so's phone, how may I help you? And there was uh, there was a man on the other side of the phone stating that he was her parole officer and needed to speak with her immediately. <sighs> I handed the phone to her while I reeled over the possibility <laughs> of what this woman had done to warrant a parole officer at 88 years old. Mm. I later Googled her and it turned out that she was the, quote, other woman in a relationship. And when the husband of the married couple refused to leave his wife for her, she buried the husband and his wife alive in their own backyard at the age of 31. What? How do you even? What? Yeah. So she's 88 now. And at 31 years old, she did that. That's the worst crime Uh I think I've ever heard of. Awful. That's. Okay. She she had only been released. <laughs> Stop laughing so hard, Stephen. At this, <laughs> it's it's beyond. Like it's I, my mind is blown yeah. out. Yes, she had only been released from prison after being diagnosed with end stage cancer and was required to do weekly check ins with her parole officer. It seems so crazy to me that someone who was now so frail and appeared so kind had once committed such a heinous act. Stay sexy and always request a private room in the hospital because you never know who's on the other side of the curtain, Tara. <gasps> Like you, first of all, like you can request yeah, a private yeah. room anymore Excuse with me. this healthcare system. Listen, let's get Let, Obamacare. I'm <laughs> Medicare for all. Um, that is, uh, I want to know everything. There's so little details. <laughs> How do we even you to bury two people alive? Like you yeah. have, she, well, she's the baseline sociopath. Yeah, but it's like the woman, like, okay, I get you're mad at the dude who won't leave you, her, sure. whatever. You shoot him. We get it. This poor fucking wife who's like, my husband's fucking you yeah. and you're going to kill me? I get it from every direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting you fucked. son of a bitch. From all angles. Well, you're getting fucked. <sighs> my husband. It's awful. I mean, I I can't. Even the one, like, that's the story we that you did with the guy with the crazy face and the beard that buried the heiress, but he yes. but they gave them directions? Yes. Who, she, he kept her alive. He kept her alive, and she ended up living through it. Yeah. But, like, that in and of itself, that by itself is the worst thing I've ever heard. Just that she had to go through that. Yeah. 
those people were buried alive and died. Yeah. That's... I'm sorry. I did not mean to upset you so no, much. No, no. I just, I can't. <laughs> These are usually so lighthearted and fun, even I though know. it's about murder. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. I know. Do you have a happy one that you want to read? Uh, maybe? Should we end on a happier <laughs> note? I mean, maybe? how do we go you back You want me to tell that? you about how bodies smell? Is that, I, I can do it now. Should we bust into the cream corn? Let's get some cream so corn. P- part two? Let's pour some cream corn on this cream issue. Cream corn part two. <laughs> I can't, I just want to know. Now I need oh, to here, know okay. everything about that story i have a positive one we okay, can end, great. And, and then we'll look it up great okay i'm just gonna not read you this thing hey everyone my mother picked me up from kindergarten and we were cruising home i grew up in a super rural area the roads are all back roads going through cornfields and grass fields full of cattle i was looking out the window and saw a body lying in a grassy field oh shit it's fine uh <laughs> it's lighthearted. uh what if i just told you the worst story now? <laughs> like, oh i thought you wanted me to erase yeah. the other the memory and the they other lit idea. the house on fire and, um it was in the middle of nowhere and this wasn't a landscape lawn or anything so there was no reason for a body to be there i yelled there's a dead man back there my mom told me to hush because she didn't really believe me because i was a little shit <laughs> i had to convince her to turn around and she wasn't having any of it but eventually she did just to shut me up my mom pulled over and went to investigate. I had to stay in the car. There were no houses or anything around, and it was 1995 and the first body we had ever found. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so there were no options for my mother other than to grab a stick and poke it. She poked, and I watched from the car. After a couple pokes, the body jerked away. <laughs> my mom screamed. I guess the man said, what the hell are you doing? And my mom said, what the hell are you doing? And he said he was napping. My mom asked why he was napping in the middle of the field and, I, and told him, I thought you were dead. And he said, I ain't dead. I'm just retired. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the man was just sprawled out in a field on the raw ground in the middle of nowhere. As a kid, I just assumed he was drunk. But now that I'm an employed adult counting down the years until retirement, I fully understand yes, him. for sure. That's all. Thanks for the podcast, y'all. <laughs> Keep at the grind until you can retire and relax like a dead man in a field. Bye. Shit. Jess. Jess, that was a really good one. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jess. We needed that. Yeah, really. That's oh. that's hilarious that it's was it his field, I wonder? Who knows? He's did he ride like a bike or something they couldn't see? Did he like circle around like a dog until he got his comfortable <laughs> z- like how do you pick that spot? Yeah, did he get a patch going? Like was the grass tall Yeah. I wanna now I wanna see a picture. Well, this is better than wanting to know the other story. No, I'm back to wanting to know about the other story. <laughs> um send us your emails. My favorite murder at Gmail. We fucking love your stories. Yeah, these are the always amazing. Thank you so much. Yep. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? <laughs>